Authority123.com brings you Authority Nation Season 2 Stories of Impact. Dun dun dun, Authority Nation Season 2, Episode Number 2. Wow. I'm sitting here with the one, the only, Mr. John Randalls. Very exciting. Very Business exciting. advisor, um, ex you CEO of Mosh. I or, was uh, a co founder of Mosh. I was part of it, helped grow the company, um, got it to a point where my business partner, he now runs the company, and um, I turn up for the meetings, uh, the shareholder meetings, and the parties. Yeah, yeah, of course. And now you advise agency owners on yeah. Yeah, how to level up. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Let's get into the podcast. So this is all about stories of impact impact yeah tell me a story someone that impacted your life uh let me start can i tell you the story about what impacted my life that kind of changed the trajectory that i would love to hear is that, that. okay yeah absolutely i need to set a scene we are in nagano japan oh it's 5 30 in the morning it's black but outside in a month we're on a bus and it's snow 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 outside so it's very white and very black I'm blearily opening my eyes. I'm with a bunch of other foreigners and a couple of Japanese people, and we're here to go snowboarding. We're not supposed to get off the bus. We're not supposed to reach our destination until 8.30 in the morning, and it's 5.30. And I'm groggily coming too. So I'd been quite sick leading up to this trip. And it was a big trip. So Nagano, that's where they had the Winter Olympics all those years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Going to go snowboarding. And I got sick. And so a, an American friend of mine gave me some medicine, which was American strength. So in New Zealand, we don't have American strength medicine. So it's like cold medicine to make you better. So basically made me trip out so I'm on the bus for 12 oh, wow. hours okay. tripping yeah 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 uh, falling asleep woken up 5.30 and we're not supposed to be at our destination until 8.30 so they suddenly say right you're here get off the bus so everyone's you know grabbing their stuff getting off the bus so we we find the the little walk into the the place that we're staying uh, it's in one of those like big tatami rooms so a bunch of people all staying in the room very exciting. We're like, okay, the snowboards are here, snowboarders are there. And then I went, oh, where's my, where's my bag? And so I used to have um, like, a, like a bum bag type thing yeah, that yeah. I used to kind of carry as a satchel thing, so it was quite cool. And I used to keep my passport, my foreigner card, my stamp that it's like a signature, it's called an income, and also was a bag of weed and a <laughs> pipe all the essentials in the bag so hang on the whole bag was missing or just the whole bag okay the whole bag okay so in japan like a lot of asian countries there's there's not really a differentiation between weed and heroin so if you get caught with these substances it's a it's a big deal it's a huge deal so i groggily um, so i must have been it's about 24 i think at the time so started to go, oh my God. And I tell the group that I'm with, and so they're going, oh my God, you know, this is crazy, this is bad. One guy said, look, if you get in trouble, I'll say half of it was mine. 
who's a dear friend to this day. Wow. We just met. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And willing to take half the rap. Half the rap. Unreal. Uh, my girlfriend at the time called me all sorts of names in Japanese, which was sort of fair enough. So then I had to think, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, how am I, what am I going to do? And so I went down to the, the receptionist and I said, hey, I left my bag. And the thing was, it was so full that the bag wouldn't close and the edge of the pipe stuck out a little bit from the zip. Oh, yeah. So it's just sticking out like that, that. That would annoy me, I'm just saying. I'd, I'd let, you know, that would mess with my, I'd need the zip closed. Yeah, 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 so I was yeah. quite reckless, obviously. Yeah. So that part didn't matter. So I said, hey, guys, uh, I left my bag, it's got my passport, um, what can we do? And they said, oh, the bus is already gone and it's driving to Tokyo. So what we can do is send it back to your home address. And I was going far out. So they had recently had Like to mum and dad or? No, 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 to Japan. My Japan oh, I address. see, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Japan had just had one of those like mail things where someone put, what's that, anthrax or something in the mail. So, oh, so they would have had drug dogs going up everything. and down the, yeah, okay. So all my yeah. IDs here. So I went down to them and I said, oh, look, you know, can, can we get it back far? I kind of, you know, really, really need it. And they said, well, hang on, one of our staff, he's going to go out driving. We'll see if he can catch up to the guy. And I was like going, okay, but, but even they caught up with the guy and even he picked up the bag, he's, there's a thing sticking out of it. You would look to go, whose is this? You know, you'd yeah, open it up absolutely, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah. So I was thinking, what am I, you know, what am I going to do? And I thought the best thing to do would be to go snowboarding. <laughs> so, of course. And this is a this is a good lesson for, for everybody. Yeah. So, when in you know you're going through turmoil, move your body, get out of your head, move mm. your body. So I went snowboarding, uh, which was quite wonderful. And then I got back to the the place that we we're sort of staying, and the reception lady says, "Mr. Randalls," and I was like, "Yeah." And she goes, "We have your bag." And so the bus driver had pulled over to rest stop. The staff member had gone there, picked up the bag, not opened it, not looked inside it, brought it back to the receptionist who didn't open it, didn't look inside it, and handed me over that bag with all this stuff inside it. Amazing. So this is the impact that this had on me. I was probably quite reckless. I'd sort of lost my my direction I, I wanted to be a footballer a long time ago that's a that's a whole different story yeah, yeah but i didn't really have a direction and this really made me stop and sit down and say what are you doing like where are you going mm. and it sort of moved me from someone who was quite reckless to a high tolerance of risk now there's a difference right yeah so yeah a, a step down yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. evaluating scenarios yeah. so from there i ended up getting involved in property investing which is again a whole different story but that was where high risk started to pay rewards and be on the right side of the line rather than doing random things and right. potentially going to jail for yeah well uh, exactly a long time. Yeah, well if fate had twisted the other way yeah, like I said, you could have been. We would not be sitting here. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, we, we, you know, with the background, we could. That's I mean, it's true, brick, true, true. maybe some bars in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah might have to boost the audio to get, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very grateful. Um, especially to, again, the, the Japanese people, you know, so they're so careful and 
you know, polite and they didn't want to go into somebody else's stuff. They knew whose it was. That's what I was thinking. When you were telling me that, I was thinking that's part of their culture. They're, you know, all about respect and, mm, mm, mm. and all the rest of it, yeah. I've been looking forward to this one. This lady to my right is an absolute ball of energy. <laughs> um, yeah, and if there was a live audience sitting there right now, I'd say, please stand up and give a, a warm welcome uh, to Very Craft, speaker and coach uh, from Intelligent Inc. Welcome to Authority Nation. Thank you for having me, I'm excited. <laughs> season two. Um, all right, all right, let's get straight into it. This season two is all about impact and lifting the temperature in the room, lifting the vibe up. Um, tell me about a time where you were impacted in your life, like someone that impacted your life. Yeah, so I don't know if it's someone so much as a an event or, or something. Mm -hmm. and, and this one isn't necessarily the nicest one, but I feel like it's one of the things that's had the biggest impact on me, um, which was that a few years ago, 20, 19 maybe who knows sometime pre-pandemic that was all bizarre times back in the day I was doing a show so I do musical theatre outside of my work I love to perform I love to sing um, okay, can we just get four bars like just just one little one, one little come on one little song okay uh, what was Pro what probably was lean back a little bit from the mic yeah yeah okay give, give us something um, alright what do I oh I sing I sing to my daughter every night I okay. sing I see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world Here you go Oh! That's, that's Fantastic, <laughs> yeah, yeah People in the room at the back clapping That is awesome um, So yeah, I was doing this show It was called The Wild Party And it was my first ever proper lead So I'd done, you know, I'd had parts that was semi-leads, but it was the first time that I led a show and I was very much, my character was the focus and it was awesome. It's set in the 1920s, so it was all like prohibition and just kind of crazy um, and it felt like the perfect role for me. Um, and every time I got to go on stage, it was just brilliant. And then halfway through our season, I found out from a friend um, that was in the show that one of the others in the cast had sexually assaulted her when we were out at a party the night You're before. Are kidding me? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this took a turn. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I said it wasn't the happiest necessarily. Um, and so and she was considering dropping out of the show. Um, and she was in the chorus, so she, you know she wasn't in a role that like she could have dropped out, and it wouldn't have made a massive difference in terms of the story. But you know, would have made a massive difference. Um, and so I went to the director and the people who were putting it on and I said, this is what's happened. I'm not going on stage if that guy is going on stage. Oh. Um, long story short, a few of the other cast said the same thing. Um, and, you know, our, our request was for him to be removed. We had found out from other friends that he'd done it in a previous show to some, a couple of other people. So we knew that this wasn't a one-off yeah, um, yeah. and so we had requested that and instead of um, taking him out of the show they actually cancelled the whole show which is really unusual until the pandemic came along I didn't know anyone who hadn't had a show finish their season mm. um, and we had it end halfway through the season with half of the cast not even knowing kind of what was going on and what it 
what was really interesting to me was that it's had this really big impact in terms of other theatre companies have now put policies in place for what happens. But at that time, no one really knew. So it's set like a, a precedent. It's set, yeah? a, it's set wow. a precedent. And I know that other shows have had similar things happen and now have taken the person who has assaulted someone or harassed someone out of the cast. So I know that it's, it's had a positive impact. But where it impacted on me was that it made me even more determined to not have people be voiceless. Mm. And it made me realize that actually like I have power and my privilege. So in that situation, I had power because I was the lead and there wasn't an understudy. Um, and so I was able to say, look, I'm not going on stage with him. You know, granted it didn't turn out the way that yeah. we wanted. We would have far preferred for him to just be taken off, but I did have power. Whereas my friend who had been assaulted didn't, have any power in that situation yeah, yeah, there was you know no like, real leverage like yeah. she could have left and hey the show goes on yeah yeah exactly yeah. and so it made me you know like on on that side of things obviously realize that you know i have privilege and that i need to use it and while it sucked and it was a terrible time in my life because um my husband was also struggling with his mental health at the time and there was or fiance at the time um there was a lot going on but i was immensely grateful to my friend for sharing that with mm. me and allowing me to kind of use my voice because it's had this really positive impact. And I was like, if she hadn't, if she just dropped out and hadn't told any of us, like we wouldn't have known, we would have just been like, yeah. oh, okay, fine, and carried on the show. And so while it was a shitty outcome, <laughs> we were all very unhappy, yeah, yeah. it just proved to me that actually like, it's so important to share your voice because you don't know what the ripple effects are going to well, be. And that's, that. what it, that's what it's all about. And, you know, by doing that now, by the sounds of it, it's created this safe space in productions. Where yeah, it's a, hopefully. It's awareness, yeah, <laughs> for the most part, right? Yeah. There's awareness around that. Yeah, cool. exactly. So, and I think that that also, you know, with the work that I do professionally, it's about helping people um, develop their thinking and then get their voices out there with that thinking. And so it's, it's also made me think a little bit more about who we're helping and, and what voices we can help get out there with the privilege that we have. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's had a really big impact. It was a, an awful thing. And yeah, that's why when I started, I'm like, let's just frame that this isn't a very happy story. But hopefully it's had some really positive things and I'm really grateful I obviously far would have preferred that to not have happened to my friend, but I'm really grateful to her that she was willing to share it and then let us kind of yeah. use the privilege that we did have to make some change. Because I think for her, she was a bit like, oh, I just don't even want to cause a fuss. Yeah. Um, but she still, yeah, let and, us and do this, that. This has kind of been an, a little bit of an ongoing theme through this podcast where, okay, something bad happens or there's a problem, but there's this silver lining mm. that comes out of it and I'll say to another guest it's it almost it's kind of like faith in humanity okay we're going to stand up what we believe in uh, or we're going to help this stranger or you know whatever yeah. and it, and it yeah. comes forward I am sitting down with Stuart Little creative strategist specializing in LinkedIn yep. for Agency 8 that's right <laughs> welcome well this is round number two for us yeah it's, it's good to you're, be back it's good in, to be back you're in season one it's like uh, you know <laughs> got cast again we didn't call him off in the first season <laughs> so uh, we're back into Feel it honored. this season is all about impact 
and yeah. inspiring people. Stu, tell me about someone who impacted your life. Right. So, so I've, I've had the privilege of listening to a few of these today, so it's been awesome. But uh, what I want to talk about is not someone, but something. That, right. uh, so I came from the UK, uh, worked in corporate business for a long period of time there. And when I moved to New Zealand, kind of had a bit of time out. But then when I came back, I wanted to get into the people who were making the most impact. So I ended up working at Spark, which was fantastic. Yeah, really good experience. What one moment at Spark was was kind of like set me aside from everybody else because you work inside a corporate business, you kind of see the day to day and you understand what people are doing. But the moment of the Christchurch earthquakes really took me to a, a place where I truly saw how people deal with an emergency and something of that scale. And the way that everyone reacted at that point to to fully comprehend what was happening and then you know Auckland becoming the central point to really enable um, the response was absolutely phenomenal for me and it was a kind of a privilege to be part of it despite how horrendous the scenario was what people were doing at that time truly took me to another place so I was like this is a place I want to be and clearly the the makeup of the people who I'm surrounded with is something special because I just never witnessed anything like that so that's that's wow you sort of got got to look under the hood the cut of their jersey Yeah. And how they bonded together and came together. It was just, like, out, yeah. the, it was just everything yeah. about how the business responded. It, it really stood up to what it was, its place in New Zealand's fabric, yeah. you know, like it was absolute in respect of it. We did everything that was required at that time. And, you know, I think subsequently the businesses, businesses now respond like that. Um, clearly a lot of other businesses did, but seeing the scale of that was just phenomenal because there were so many people actioned. It was just awesome to yeah. see, see that working. Well, yeah. I, c- I can only imagine too the, um, the camaraderie, you know, you yeah. all have this one central mission. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that's very cool. That's all we have today. If you haven't subbed yet, visit authority123.com and get notified when the next episode drops. And just remember, like, while you're out there doing your own thing this week, next week, you influence people. You have the power to impact someone's life. Keep an open heart and an open mind. Until the next one, take care.